everybody welcome back to another podcast episode of power to you i'm your host kainoa and in regards to today's message i want to talk about fixing the leaks and what i mean by that is whether it's in your personal relationships your friends your family yourself um, you can even apply it to your career whether you're a leader or if you're a team member to a, a team you know any of anything that i share with you guys in these podcasts it can be pretty much applied to whatever area of your life that you feel that it needs some work and what better way than today's message about fixing the leaks and so jumping right into it the one thing that i've noticed is that when you get good people i feel like everybody has the opportunity to be a good person in a good work environment everybody has a good work ethic but you gotta make sure that i think it's the responsibility of the leader of the team to bring it out of those on their team you know i feel like it's really important because when you put them in an environment with low standards or a few expectations having poor leadership they begin to slip they begin to believe that it's okay to not hold themselves to the standard that you know a leader would be able to see or they they just will go people will people gravitate to the energy that is around them and so that's why i feel that it's very important for leaders to be able to create an environment create a workspace and create opportunities to see not only themselves but their team win right you're either going to guide them to greatness by taking ownership rising to the opportunity and becoming an effective leader or you're gonna do nothing ignore and avoid your role as a leader and responsibility and pretty much attempt to hand off leadership to someone else you know obviously which leader would you want to have around you someone that will take ownership for everything that's going on or have someone avoid any conflict and having the right leader in your corner will help bring up the team up to speed in regards to performance good attitude um, and just bringing a good mindset right and a big part of fixing leadership is to pretty much know this one thing which is why am i weak and ineffective you know asking the right questions to yourself to your team you know to the people you care about i think when you ask the right questions you get the right answers you get the right results you get the things that you're looking for but if you don't ask the right questions you're not going to get the right answers you know what i'm saying and i'm reading this book right and it's called man up this thing this book is like probably the greatest book uh top top five right now this is one of my top five books and i feel like i've learned a lot and i'm only on chapter four right now and it has so much good information in regards to um perspective approach and just willingness to to learn and grow and there's these i think it's seven yeah so it's seven seven things 
So um, what he labeled it was it's seven deadly sins of weak and ineffective leaders. And I'm going to just go through all seven of the lists because I really, 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 really want us to understand that these seven things can play a big difference in the way we see things, the way we approach things, and just the way we go about things. And I forgot to mention the author of this book, of Man Up, which his name is, I hope I don't mess this up, Bedros Kulian. Right, so he's such, I've listened to his podcast, I've, I had to get his book, obviously, um, but he has such good head knowledge on great leadership skills and just great overall skills in becoming the person that you and I would want to be, right? And so jumping into the seven things, the first one is poor communication. Leaders who are unable to clearly share their vision and communicate problems, solution, and recognition effectively tend to have high employee turnover, low moral in workplace, and poor culture. I believe that communication is the most important thing. I think that's why he labeled it number one, because if you can't communicate with your team, if you can't communicate, even in your personal relationships, if you can't communicate with people, there's no way that other people will understand what you're trying to do, what you're trying to say, what you're trying to feel. And if you want things to be done effectively, make a decision. Make a decision right now in this moment that you're going to do everything that you can to learn how to communicate with other people. Right? And going into number two, which is lack of action and follow through. So what I mean by that is leaders who do not have a bias toward action and follow through are among the most ineffective. They expect others to do the work, make the decisions, and call the shots while they stay isolated and inactive. Lack of action has cost more money, time, and market share than taking the wrong action. So what this means is that if you want effective results, we're going to need effective actions to take place in you. Whether you're a leader of a team or just a team member of a team, the choices we choose to make in regards to our follow through will determine the direction of our overall success. As a leader, we must understand that our team is counting on us to make the right call of decision, lead by example, and create an environment of hard working individuals now for some people you might not have that leader title but that shouldn't mean you should stop yourself from learning leadership qualities a good leader will help their team members become great leaders within themselves but you know not all work environments will be that way so as a team member find it in you to want to create the leader that you know you could be even without the title to hold yourself to a standard in which you become more effective in your work, your attitude, and your overall mentality. When we, as individuals, are up for the task to get more done, and you combine that with a team that is on the same wavelength to do the same, you know, I truly believe the team can be unstoppable. Number three, disconnection. Keeping isolated or disconnected from your team 
business partners, clients, and customers is a sure way to erode respect, loyalty, and confidence in your leadership. So, you know, be a genuine person. This is why communication is a huge factor into everything that we do in leadership. But the greatest tool we have is our ability to listen. So just shut up for a second and listen to what people on your team have to say. When a team member doesn't feel like their voice matters, their opinion doesn't exist, or the help that they need is not available. That is where resentment kicks in for most people, lack of motivation to wanna work hard, and for most, the lack of encouragement and or you know support will lead team members to believe that their time and presence is not at any value. So be a leader or a team member that is genuine about listening to those around you. Be kind to others for we don't know what they may be going through and help encourage and hold your team to a standard in which they can grow and become more for themselves. As a leader, when you can help your team succeed, you're actually encouraging them in a way that builds self-confidence within them. With that being said, you'll begin to see significant progress in people's performances. Number four, weak character and integrity. Weak character and integrity will never have trust and likability by those who work for them or by those whom they do business with. You know, which I believe it ties into what I just explained about being genuine with your listening skills and overall ability to want to make a positive impact in your environment. So, yeah, I think, you know, number three, disconnection and number four, weak character integrity kind of ties in together with what I just um, explained earlier. And number five, a negative perception of others. Ineffective leaders tend to find fault with most people and focus on the thing that have gone wrong. Oftentimes, irritated and have negative perception of team members, the industry, and the customers. You know, our attitude and our energy is contagious. I truly believe that. And the energy we share around tends to be the same energy that is given back. Yeah, there will be moments where, you know, you can have the greatest energy and someone else will have their neg negative energy to follow. But, you know, for me personally, I believe that should never stop us from moving in the act of our standards instead of the act of our emotions. When we act in our standards, we're, we're moving and doing things based off of what we see ourselves to be rather than the emotions that we feel in the moment. As a leader, when you're only focusing on what is going wrong, the people around will feel as if you aren't noticing the things that are going right. You know, nobody is perfect and no business is perfect. So we need to stop treating people in a way or in our environment that kind of feels like it's a negative approach. You know, yeah, it's good to hold people to a standard. And I'm not saying to just disregard things that are not going right. But what I'm saying is your approach is what will determine either a pushback from a team or a breakthrough from the team. When you find yourself with a situation where a team member has made a mistake or is doing something out of line, this is where your connection 
you know, going back to number three, you know, the connection will be your tool of choice. The job might be done the same from everyone, but the perspective of everyone is always going to be different. So should be your approach. When you understand your team members from the help that they need, what is their strengths and what is their weaknesses, and just understand how they operate. You will now have the advantage to be able to help and explain things to them in which they can comprehend and see what needs to be worked on. When people feel that they are being heard, they will do what is asked of them to get done. Number six, lack of vision. Leadership involvement with vision is important. Lack of vision sometimes creates a sense of confusion, chaos, and instability. Everything around us changes over time and leaders need to understand that change and adjust to them. You know, as a leader, the way we approach situations and operations will need to be adjusted with what is going on over time. You constantly need to be seeking opportunities to make the great change when it is needed. In our culture today, you know, people upgrade their phones literally every year or every other year. But yet, we don't have the same perspective on our personal or business lives. So one system might have worked for one decade, but that doesn't necessarily mean it will work for the next. So what we need to do is continue to keep seeking those adjustments when it is needed and make the most out of our situation. Number seven, poor personal discipline and structure. Ineffective leaders lack personal structure, so they often choose the path of easy in their personal lives rather than choosing the hard work that produces results. A chaotic schedule, a disorganized game plan, and always seem to operate in a state of overwhelm and irritation. Weak leaders lack the discipline to structure their days, thoughts, and their actions, and they constantly have their priorities out of order. So be intentional about what you're doing. Be genuine when it comes to helping others and be effective in your ability to work hard. And those are the seven things that I had to share with you guys because I feel like that those seven things has been a great perspective on my end on how I can become better. And I felt that this is something that we all can work on to become better for ourselves. So with that being said, um, there's this quote and it goes, above all, don't lie to yourself. The man who lies to himself and listens to his own life comes to a point that he cannot distinguish the truth within him or around him. And so loses all respect. He ceases to love. So, you know, you, what you need to do for yourself is to be honest with yourself. There was a study in which a hundred people were asked to rate themselves on intelligence, communication skills, and decisiveness, and I think it was work ethic. Something like 92% of the people ranked themselves well above average in all those areas. Later, these same people were tested in all four areas, and when did you know it? Almost the exact percentage who ranked themselves well above average actually ranked below average in all four areas 
So I'm going to give you some some things to you can some exercises that you can do. But what I need you to do is be brutally honest and fully transparent with yourself. Or if you, you know, have people who can be honest with you, you know, the feedback is the food of constant evolution and improvement. You need people in your corner who can point out the weak points and challenge you to continue to improve. You know, without feedback, we don't get an objective view of who we are and therefore can't become who we need to be to reach our fullest potential. A deep assessment of your self-esteem, which quote-unquote how you feel about your self-worth and your self-image, quote-unquote how you think others see you. Together, both these two qualities will determine what level of success you will rise to. You know, your communication skills or lack of influence every interaction you have with your employees, customers, vendors, and business partners. When your team members don't get a clear message from you, they aren't able to produce the outcome that you're looking for. You know, sometimes miscommunication quickly breeds passive aggressive behavior and sets an uh, kind of sets a tone for your relationship, which leads to setbacks, frustration, and pretty much lost potential in people. The solution is to speak with absolute clarity, to be specific, and to ask that person across from you to repeat back what your expectations are so that there is no misunderstanding whatsoever. So with that being said, um, there's some exercises that I did that keeps my mind working you know it's good that we listen to podcasts or you know we listen to these different things but it also helps when you apply those things by answering questions for yourself you know write it down in your notes write it down on a piece of paper whatever it is that you do you know do these exercises because it actually helps you kind of get those gears moving and keeps your brain thinking in ways where you can kind of apply those things that you wrote down into what you need to be doing so leaders take responsibility so what i want you to do is think back to your last failure what i want you to do is rewrite the story of how it happened only this time i want you to take full responsibility for everything that went wrong as you tell the story take every single moment and turn it back on yourself rewrite the narrative I'll take a look at it afterwards. What does that tell you about your leadership? How does it feel to have all the control in your hands? Okay. So if you need to pause it here and do what you got to do, take the time to, you know, answer these questions because it, it really is important. And leaders keep the garbage out. So here's some things that we can do. So stop checking emails, texts, um, calls, or social media in the morning. Anyone who does this is wasting time, and it's gonna cost them their future. Yeah, it it's gonna play a big toll on your overall performance today, tomorrow, and the future to come. Mornings are are my time to GSD, which means get shit done. This is when I work on my my business and my personal development that will move the needle of my success. When doing anything important work, 
put your phone on silent flip it over so you can't see the screen and push it more than an arm length way it's all about protecting your mindset from drifting your discipline from a producer to a consumer so turn off the notifications on your phone for at least for a day if you can not your phone like don't turn off your phone completely but just the notifications and just see how how does it feel you know how did it go how much more time did you feel you have to focus on your on your stuff you know i think the big ones to turn off is the ones that i've done so far is the email and any of the social media notifications because i don't really need to know who liked my stuff until you know it I have a specific time where I can look at it, but it doesn't necessarily mean I have to like have to know right away who liked my stuff or whatever or who left a comment because I can always look at it later and answer any comments or emails later. Um, if it's 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 all about time management, truthfully, it really is all about time management. If you know, you're obviously gonna have your email notifications on at specific times if you're at work you know if you if you need those emails to be coming in and out you know you're not obviously not going to turn it off but when you go home you know those those are the times that is important too where you turn off those emails because then you can utilize your time to not be checking your phone but you can be checking on the people around around you you know giving them the attention that is needed or giving your attention to other things that is needed so just be mindful of like what you're doing and how you're doing things um, there's a like I don't know about like Samsung but I know for iPhones there's like the screen time the screen time thing like really showed me how much time I'm like wasting on social media and it kind of like bothered me that I'm using that much energy looking at things that really isn't helping me rather than doing things that will so you can always look at like your screen time and kind of see what's going on with that and number three is at the end of your day for me i like to i like doing lists i like making schedules for myself i like having things organized so you can look at your to-do list and your schedule for the day and see if you are someone that makes like you should be making a list truthfully it doesn't have to be a long one but at least three things or two things or even one you know one or two three things that will help help you keep you on track on getting that done for the day so when you when you write these lists down at the end of the day i'd like to reflect on it and ask questions like did you get these things done did your time actually match up with the things you needed to get done? If not, what do we need to do to pre to prevent time wasting for tomorrow? You know, be intentional about the questions that you ask, right? Like I said before, because what you ask yourself now can either help you become a little bit more tomorrow or it can just be a waste of energy. So be intentional with the notifications and the things you do with your phone and be intentional with the the list that you make the reflection that you do for your day and just be 
disciplined in making a structured approach for how you do things okay other than that that's all i got for you guys for today until the next episode i just want to say thank you guys for joining me and listening and being a part of this okay other than that you guys have a great week i'll see you guys in the next episode peace